Hello and welcome to yours sincerely, Life. What do you think of marrying a person from a very different culture? It will be very interesting, but if you're getting married to a person from a different language, I feel like there will be a lot less fights because you don't understand each other. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So today's episode is a bit different. We'll be talking to Sahira. Yeah, she is an Indian. She got married to a person from Belgium. His name is Peter. Yeah. So let's find out how they found each other. Yeah. Hi, Saira. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure. So how was your day? Um, it's been a pretty relaxed Sunday. I haven't honestly been doing much except for like eating. <laughs> so okay. this, this is how a Sunday should be. Very lazy, very chilled out. Okay. So are you working right now? I have been working from home now because of the whole lockdown situation. But uh, we have actually moved from the UK to Belgium, which mm-hmm. was a very like Corona prompted decision. We were living in the UK and then we realized that we needed to be around family for some time. So that's why we moved to Belgium for mm-hmm. a bit just to kind of spend time with family. And then living here now, it's been, I think, two to three months already we realized that we're better off here so it was just a decision that we've taken like in the last couple of weeks so now it's all about like settling in here and you know sorting my whole registration process because I had registered myself in the UK but not in Belgium yet so yeah we've been doing all of that and then obviously um, the next step is to find a job in Belgium so yeah I'm currently in a very in-between zone in-between zone but what are you working as like what is your job um i studied media and communications so i am a content and social media strategist that's what i do lots lots of instagram facebook youtube all of the good stuff yeah in which university did you study so i studied at the lse i studied the media and communications course okay Mm -hmm. and uh, and is that how you met met peter (laughs) <laughs> yes yes that's exactly how Love we met your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly how we met because both of us studied at the same uh university okay. but we were both in different departments so he was in politics and oh. um, like I said I was in communication so um what really brought us together was uh, our student residence we picked the same halls of residence and that's how we kind of like got added on these common Facebook groups Okay. And okay. so, um, actually, even before we moved to the UK, we kind of like knew of each other. I think he had already added me on Facebook. Oh, so I was like, how it all okay. starts, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, okay, at least, you know, there's like a couple of familiar faces that I already know. And then that'll obviously make it easier to kind of like go and yeah. say hi to people, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's how we kind of like knew about each other. And then obviously we met the very first day when we moved into our student residence. So yeah, that's how we met. What was the first impression when you saw him? So he had already like moved in and done the deed and he was just like, 
you know, social butter flying around. So he was in the common room mm-hmm. and um, everyone was coming in through the day. And he just decided to kind of like dump his bags in the room and just talk to everyone. So he wasn't even interested in unpacking or settling in. He just wanted <laughs> to get to know everyone. And mm-hmm. so that's what he kept doing. He just like kept walking around, talking to everyone. I found that very strange. I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? Yeah, I was like, whoa, like he's so desperate for like interaction. Like Slow what down. the hell? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was also like with my uncle and aunt my mama and mommy and their kids okay mm-hmm. so um yeah I was just basically keeping to myself and I was like low-key hoping that he wouldn't recognize me because it would be awkward to kind of like talk mm-hmm. to him with yeah. my family around but recognize he did <laughs> and then <laughs> uh he just like walked up to me and started talking and obviously my uncle and aunt had no idea that I already knew him yeah. so mm-hmm. um even they were like a little bit thrown off and they were like wondering what's happening. And uh, <laughs> then we started like talking to everyone, like their kids. And uh, even I found that quite hilarious, actually. But I had no idea. I had no option but to like keep talking. <laughs> and then there were like lots of like awkward pauses. But he just kept talking through it all. And then um, I think this went on for about 20 minutes. And then I was like, okay, okay, I think now I need to like settle down and like head to my room. So yeah, that's Mm -hmm. how I had to kind of end that interaction. (laughs) But um, yeah, it was pretty memorable, I would say. Then later you kept meeting and meeting, then started dating. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like it went so fast, to be honest, because um we started texting each other and um you know basic stuff like are you going to that freshers party or are you like so um you know just lots of these like common uh activities and we would just start talking about them mm-hmm. then i mean we just realized that we were basically texting each other like all day okay. and uh <laughs> yeah all the butterflies and- yeah and I mean like and that's when we started meeting and um we realized that okay this is something else and Mm -hmm. this is more than a friendship yeah and I think then I think from the day we met to when we started dating it all happened within like two months all right so did you like ever think of getting married to a white guy no not at all (laughs) like not even in my wildest dreams because um the thing is, I had obviously um, thought about the kind of person I would want to be with, like the traits and values I would want that person to have. But I never attributed like a face or a color or, um, you know, a, a background mm-hmm. to that person. Right. Yeah. So the physicality wasn't obviously a part of the picture. But obviously, as soon as I met Peter, I realized that he's exactly what I look for in a yeah, partner your like, prince charming <laughs> <laughs> yeah one could think she's that. literally blushing right now yeah <laughs> yeah he is prince charming i would say like 80 percent of the time yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah rest 20 is a mystery yeah yeah he can have his off days when he like, <laughs> turns off the charm but yeah, um, okay. yeah i think that's real life so <laughs> so continue with the story of you guys dating then getting married yeah, How did so, you reach there? yeah, I think for us, it was a very like seamless transition okay. because we started dating and very soon, I think both of us realized that, 
okay we had uh, i would say that we both of us realized that this was something special because um mm-hmm. you know we didn't move to london to like find the one right both of us just yeah. moved there to kind of like study have a good time and head back home right so mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't really on the agenda for either of us and so the fact that like you know we just happened to meet the right person was a big deal and both of us realized that this is not someone that you just you know like randomly meet right this is something special something we want to kind of uh nourish and develop so i think that realization hit us pretty early on i honestly uh you know didn't think much of our friendship/relationship in the first few months because you know like we were in london and we didn't know what would happen after that year ended right it did come with like an expiry date so to yeah, say so <laughs> you were trying to keep yeah. it casual yeah or like you know not overthinking it at all because going with the flow you know how our imagination can just run wild and take us places right like oh then yeah. you know we will have that like perfect happy ending and everything will be like smooth mm-hmm. and perfect mm-hmm. and uh, but he was very convinced and um he was not worried about what would happen later at all which actually gave me a lot of confidence and um i felt like okay i i think i'm with the person who can keep me safe who will keep me happy and not hurt me and then i just decided not to overthink at all and just live in the moment and go with the flow mm. so uh yeah we dated uh for about i think 9 to 10 months and then mm-hmm. when we were both kind of he was heading back to belgium and i was going back to india and that's when he said that you know what like i feel so sure about us that i could like literally marry you today and mm-hmm. uh, so yeah i think that kind of just solidified everything and i realized that okay he means it for for real and um you know even though that was like the moment when he like seriously explicitly said it uh marriage mm-hmm. was never like um you know a big deal like a big topic for us something that needed to be like discussed seriously because we both knew it was going to happen because obviously mm-hmm. in my way i come from in the indian society like living together yeah. before marriage is not that common right yeah exactly and uh, in europe it is the norm to be honest like that's what couples yeah. do like yeah. they live together first they may or may not marry you know like yeah yeah and yeah, yeah, totally. in india there's like a set sort of um you know direction complete no we no, don't no. do that here we don't do that <laughs> and mamas and dadas will come with chappal uh, and all of that exactly <laughs> i mean i was even terrified to bring it up with my parents so uh, yeah you don't want to risk your own life you know no already going to kind of shock them with this big news so i didn't want to kind of like put too much on them yeah so mm-hmm. i had already told him that you know what i don't think that's going to be possible in my case and i mean obviously if it was a deal breaker for him i probably would have tried to convince my parents but he seemed to be okay with it he said you know what that's fine like if um if that's your culture i respect it and we don't have to live together because i think we also realize that marriage is going to be a gamble in any case like whether because there are people who've known each other for like centuries get married it you never know what happens people evolve yeah. Yeah. 
change. There's only yeah. so much you can predict. So um, that's why, you know, it was amazing that he decided to like let go of it. And yeah, so it was always about getting married. And yeah, it was just a question of when. And, you know, when the time was right, um, it was 2018, I think. Yeah, 2018, when we finally felt that, okay, this is a good time to take this step. Yeah, we just did it. Like after a lot of paperwork, um, a lot of okay, you guys around. got married in UK itself? Uh, no, we got married in Belgium. Okay, in okay. Belgium. Okay. Yeah, just because like it was legally sort of much um, easier. Easier, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we, ha- so we did knew- your parents fly from India to Belgium? Yes, my parents um, and my brother they came, and we knew. I mean, so he was from the idea that he didn't want like a big lavish wedding um that's just like not how it works in his culture and honestly like I understood that because he has made a lot of concessions for me so I was like okay this is my moment to kind of like um you know do my part (laughs) do my part and just like embrace him and his culture for what it is so I was like you know what it makes sense because we'd rather spend that money slash budget on building our life together and so we decided to do like a small um, church wedding followed by like a court wedding and um, just like close friends family and um, then we went for like a dinner with both our families and um, then we went out for like drinks and dance with his friends. (laughs) That's so sweet. That's all you need actually. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. This is all you need like it's great. I agree. I think like this is how I would keep it too. Okay, so how did Peter convince your parents? So um, my parents are actually very like calm, even keeled people. Like they, they're not like reactive. They're very responsive, which is a trait that I would honestly have. I would have loved if I inherited that trait from my parents, but I didn't. um, so uh they didn't really have an opinion about him before meeting him I did tell them that you know I'm you know seeing someone it's very serious and you know one day I would like you to meet him and um you know honestly they just didn't want to get too involved till it was like the right time to step in plus I told Mm -hmm. them that you know he's not only coming to India but he would also be like living with us so I think like that just was like a double shock for them and they were like <laughs> suddenly kind of like woke up from their slumber and they realized, okay, this is happening. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, so um, when he first came, I think the first few hours obviously were a bit strange. Um, my parents didn't really know how to like act around him and they didn't like open up that easily. But mm-hmm. um my brother really warmed up to him and just connected with him really well. Like they started talking about football and started playing FIFA. So with them, it was like, um, you know, they just hit it off instantly. And uh, I think because Peter is a very relatable, grounded person who just like, he would just keep rambling till everyone in the room is comfortable. So I think that's what ended up happening. And within like 24 hours, I would say all the weirdness had just sort of left the room. And 
yeah suddenly like my parents had accepted him and it was all very like um organic i would say it was not like they didn't come up to me and tell me oh like we approve of him but i could just mm-hmm. see it in their behavior mm-hmm. that you know they felt at yeah. ease with him and yeah he just fit right in and after that i don't think my parents ever like questioned it because he just belonged in the family and my parents would like look forward to his visits like every time he would come and um yeah he just like became a part of the family and now um you know they they do tell me that you know even they couldn't have found a better match for uh, me and you know <laughs> for, for our family so yeah it 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 went pretty well i would say wow that's that's great yeah. because usually it takes a lot of pressure right to convince our parents if we want to marry someone that we love right i know it can be like that but honestly my parents had also seen first hand like um you know for example the situations of other parents around them who had to like find partners for their children and it's not an easy process going through arranged marriage so uh, they were marrying <laughs> someone who comes to drink tea in a house is no I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like even I don't see myself doing that. And honestly, they were so 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 terrified of doing that as well. Yeah, there there's this thing that my sister says like in India especially uh I, not anymore I guess, but before like arranged marriage is the only way to get married, but right now everybody's <laughs> kind of open to the love marriage idea. Yeah. Yeah. and then there's my uh, sister she's like not my own sister my cousin's sister mm-hmm. so she's like she doesn't even want to get married so her father usually says like see i'll bring this boy and you can get married to him and then she's like okay i'll get married to him but if i don't like him i'll return him back to you you take care of him <laughs> <laughs> wow that that's a savage response <laughs> and i'm like wow why didn't i think of that before <laughs> i know right i think like with our generation thankfully um a lot of the parents know that you know we are not the kind of women who will just like uh, yeah Marry you know, someone. Yeah, they all know. Like maybe because we all are like very independent and like have, yeah. we have our own job, yeah. we have our own opinion. Yeah, we're not just gonna get married off. Yes. And how was it when uh, you met his parents for the first time? Oh, that's a really funny story, actually. When I met his parents for the first time, um, so we were coming from London, um, and we were at the Brussels airport, and they were coming to pick us up. and so he had already warned me that his mom might do something crazy you know like <laughs> i don't know like bring like this a uh, big board or something like welcome home or you know like, uh you know try to like embarrass him and so he was like my mom is just going to like come and hug me and then you know like you would have to kind of like meet my dad first so i was like okay i'll do it <laughs> but now the issue was that obviously in europe when you meet you kind of like um you kiss each other right so it's like these yeah. side air kisses and yeah. so i was so nervous and i didn't know like where do you go first is it left right left is it right left <laughs> like how does it work right and he was like you'll be fine you know like it'll just come to you just like go for it and i'm like okay then 
I'm just gonna go <laughs> for it and so obviously as expected like his mom just like hugged him tight and I was just like standing there and like I had to meet his dad and I was like okay what do I do so obviously I went for like the wrong directions and so did he and we just ended up kissing each other on the lips and <laughs> I kissed his dad and it was so embarrassing like I still to this day I'm like I could not believe that happened (laughs) yeah but it would have helped each other to warm up right like yeah 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 yeah, for sure in a weird way but in a weird way but it it was indeed uh very very hilarious like even his dad (laughs) found it very funny so yeah there will be obviously difference in culture right Mm -hmm. you're from India so how do you manage that kind of do you face any such situations i think maybe at the beginning it didn't create like issues on a daily basis but obviously like i said the bigger things like for example if he was really stuck on the idea of us living together before marriage let's say it would have probably created issues right so i yeah, think yeah. as long as you agree on the big things like where you see yourself in life mm-hmm. that's great mm-hmm. for example like i had you know always told him that like i um I love like living with my parents and like when I get older like I want to take care of them right and yeah. that doesn't necessarily happen in Europe right and mm-hmm. he was like yeah okay I mean it's your parents obviously you love them and you have to take care of them so yeah, yeah the fact that all these big things that truly matter in life and we are able to agree on them I think yes. that is the most important thing but yeah. on a daily basis like whatever clashes that we had i don't think they were like cultural differences i think they were more because we were just two different people who were yet to learn like what the triggers of the other person are so and uh, now grishma is going to uk i i don't know if i should expect her bringing some white guy and telling me that okay you know what <laughs> the funny fact is my mom's most worried about is like okay fine you can go you you can get married i mean like if you find a guy it's okay no problem but she's like you know what you just find a boy who can like talk in malayalam oh. or like you know she's like no, it's because if you bring a white boy i don't know how to talk to him now that's going to be difficult for me that's the only issue and i'm like okay chill we'll see i am not going there to get married yeah exactly exactly and honestly i think like parents sometimes can be so like um you know opposed to change right like mm-hmm. you know i think as you get older you get like a bit too comfortable with your environment and you just want to keep things going the same way and i think parents mm-hmm. can be like that too and i i i understand that they just don't want to kind of like uh quote and quote lose their daughters to like you know someone from a foreign <laughs> land or whatever so yeah. i understand where they're coming from but at the same time it's so crazy but like in my case they ended up like loving peter and now like you know they always say like he's like the fifth member of the family he's their third mm, child or whatever and i guess it goes the same way for most parents it, it just happens if it's the right person like everything will go right yeah, even if know, there right? is a little stumbles on the way it will go yeah and then i think like the language barriers just become like google more, translate to the rescue and i think like they just become more uh, moments like funny moments at the end of the day right yeah. it's going to be funny and a lot less fights yeah i i yeah. <laughs> because nobody oh understands God. each that other that is the best that is the best yeah for sure Yeah like if it comes to the relationship between you and Peter you obviously do fight and all right mm-hmm. it's not like you don't have fights Oh no we do we do 
<laughs> you do. So, what will be the one thing that you think is very necessary to like maintain a good relationship? I think um, two things actually. Like, and we've only been able to learn that over the years. One thing is to not drag fights. I think mm-hmm. um, too many times when you know you start fighting, it can. Um, funnily enough get very addictive and you just want to keep doing it so uh it can get yeah it can get very easy to get stuck in that rut of fighting so the one thing we decided was to not ever let a fight get too out of hand like sometimes we'd be like okay fine let's discuss or argue for 15 minutes and then let's just end it you know because mm-hmm. honestly like sometimes what happens is that like if i feel like okay i have one issue with him and then we start fighting and suddenly you're discussing stuff that happened like 3 years ago you know yeah, don't dig up the past exactly you're just like judging that boys never understand <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i feel like that if you keep doing that i mean you will not never stop dreading past trauma right you it, mm-hmm. it'll just just a never ending process so we have kind of decided to not let our fights get too prolonged and just put an end to them and uh secondly i think the one thing we started doing is uh both of us say sorry to each other at the end of a fight so that there's you know one of us doesn't feel like singled out or like you know is the blamer constantly right yeah. so um we both just say sorry to each other even if it's not my mistake and even if i uh live under the delusion that i am never at fault i will still say sorry and honestly that's made such a big difference because i think most of the time all, a lot of us tend to feel that oh you know the other person has wronged me and i'm the one that's hurting and i am the victim here and um it's because it's difficult to look inside and like see your own flaws right it yeah. takes a lot to kind of like do the inner work and work on yourself and sometimes realize that oh god like even you know you do have some toxic traits inside that need to be visited so mm. i think the one thing that we've done is both of us say sorry to each other because in the process of fighting like you do end up saying hurtful things to each other and it's always nice to kind of like apologize and just yeah end it move like on. that move on i would say yeah like cuz Honestly like you can keep fighting for days and it will never end right how did you realize that peter was the one like you want to marry him like after you get married there is no turning back right yeah yeah there's <laughs> it's no not like dating back. no it's yeah um so, i would say that like there was not like one big like aha moment like yeah he's the one but uh, lots of like little micro moments that built up over time and uh, honestly i just uh, trust my gut instinct a lot with him i always felt this sense of ease i was always mm-hmm. happy and very calm around him so that was already a very good sign and then um i think the fact that we were always making plans for the future like i remember when we were first together and there was diwali and i was like all dressed up in my indian attire and i was going out to celebrate with um you know a couple of indian friends and uh, mm-hmm. he felt really left out and he was like oh gosh like i wish i knew about this earlier and then <laughs> he um you know looked up like um uh, these pictures of kurtas and he was like wow i can look like aladdin next year like <laughs> really, 
excited <laughs> and so the fact that we were always thinking about you know imagining the other person in our future it kind of like gave me the idea that okay he's always going to be around right and this relationship is for the future oh so sweet oh my god i'm obviously going to look for one when i go to uk till now <laughs> i didn't have any plans oh my god now when whenever we both like are together mhm we'll start talking about random things and finally it'll end up on this one yeah. like you know what if i fa- at, at times i'm like i don't even want to get married and at times when i hear such stories i'm like okay maybe i want to get married yeah maybe it's not such a bad thing but it's not a bad thing but we have to find the right guy right yeah i think being with the right person is very person. difficult yeah It's more like your destination wedding that you all went from India to Belgium. <laughs> I know, right? It was like un- unintentional. Big deal. Unintentionally yeah, a destination. You can like, you know, flex about it. You know what? I had a destination wedding. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Wow. That's a great story. And I, I don't even know. I'm like, I, I want to go more in depth, but I'm like, no, it's already one hour. Yeah. I think we have to. I think this was like the quickest one hour conversation I've had with a <laughs> stranger so I guess yeah. that says a lot. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's been nice just like revisiting things from my past. Yes, yes. I normally don't have the time to sit and like <laughs> dissect moments. Yeah, so it's very nice actually like it's brought a smile on my face. So thanks <laughs> on us too. Oh, on me thing, on me. So I yeah. think that's, that's it. it. Thank you so much. You know, it was such a wonderful conversation. And say hi to Peter for us. Yes, yeah. and I will I I'm saying hi back from his side, but honestly it was amazing and thank you so much for inviting me and this is my first ever podcast. So thanks for you know getting me out It's of my pleasure. comfort zone <laughs> thank you and like if somebody asks you how did you guys meet you can just share the link <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i don't have time to explain it just share this <laughs> any question i'll be like link in bio <laughs> <laughs> bye bye thank you so much thank you so much thank have a great day you. you too so if you want to have a conversation with us you know just call us we'll chill of the same name you are sincerely right dms or email us so hoping to talk to you all soon bye 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 <laughs>